Julianne Hough, <laughs> said that she and her husband are two years talked to a sex therapist about keeping things hot in the relationship. And they were advised to figure out their erotic blueprint. <laughs> so I'm supposed to ask y'all, <laughs> do you tell your partner about your erotic blueprint? She uh -huh. said that what she learned was that she can have chemistry and connection with a lot of people, but that she only has intimacy with him. Because she, she chooses before? him every day. Who is she again? So, I'm not talking to you. I'm not even I'm looking at you anymore. Why should I care about her sex life? I have because enough problems with I her. don't know who picks these topics. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Okay, hello, and welcome to Deja The View, the podcast. I don't have a furry thing. We didn't put furry things on our mics. I have one. They're in the, they should be in the bag. Oh, my peas are going to start popping. <laughs> okay. This is Deja The View, a <laughs> podcast about women and song. <laughs> And we're here with Derek, our friend who lives around the corner, mm -hmm. who is the host of Miss Thing, a podcast about women and song. Along with your social media intern, Sean Ross. Sean yeah. Rose. <laughs> Welcome, Derek. Oh, well, uh, yeah, this is a real pleasure. I'm very excited to uh, be a guest today. And... Um, I hope that I have lots of interesting things to say about <laughs> so do we. the current news cycle. As do we all. Through the lens of <laughs> The View. Yeah. I'm back after a long break. Mm -hmm. I was in Nova Scotia. Um, I was at a gay wedding. Yeah. I threw a Carly Rae Jepsen party at the Gladstone Hotel. You did? It worked out. Yeah. It was fun. Um, I was dog sitting mm -hmm. and now, uh, what I'm kind of dog, uh, Punsy is her name and she's oh, a big dog I and I dog yeah. sat her <laughs> and, uh, oh, I'm here now after a fun night, uh, at a butt party with Derek last night. Oh with... yeah. Well it was like butt themed. <laughs> yeah. People were DJing off of butts. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> The, like, one new straight person listening to this is, like, just as I thought, <laughs> trash. <laughs> so that's what's been going on uh -huh. with me. Marie, uh, happy birthday as well. Thank you. Marie celebrated. Yeah. Just kidding. My, she tried to sweep it under the rug. <laughs> yeah, my 21st birthday. Um, it was a great success. The gift that Kevin gave me is that he... Um, on our Twitter account, there was a mention of Sarah in the birthday message to me, which led Sarah to then, to then go and like a bunch of my of tweets about me and then follow me. Yeah. Sarah. Oh, wow. So happy birthday, me. <laughs> well. <laughs> also, happy birthday, me. Sarah's back on... Strahan and Sarah. Yeah. I mean, After... I want to get to that <laughs> okay. later. 
but she okay. came back after, yeah, after uh, giving birth like, blinking nine days ago. Yeah. yeah. Wait, she's back already. Yeah. Yeah. I oh. want to get to that later okay. because there's something okay. that the Marie gun. started on the last episode that I'm here to pick back up again, okay. which I don't even think you remember doing this. No, I know. But since you did it, yeah. we're going to do it. Okay. Maybe I had one sip of a 0.5 wine cooler that you can buy at the grocery store. I don't think you would have said this without half a sip of a wine cooler because Marie said we should read the reviews that we get on Apple to encourage people to read to review us okay a rating and review so okay. i have picked a few of our reviewers and okay. i'm gonna read what they had to say so we can all oh, be a God. part of the podcast together okay. which is i think where you were coming from because i was like people it's incentive for people to comment because then <laughs> they get their name read on a top 10 itunes okay uh best right. <laughs> podcast yeah that's us <laughs> Okay, so here's a few of them. Uh, This one says, I love this podcast. After much prayer and counsel, I have decided that this is the right time to let the world know that Deja the View is my favorite podcast. I regularly get puzzling stares from strangers on the subway wondering why I'm laughing out loud like a crazy person. It's just that good. I'm not sure what the future holds, but I'm absolutely sure who holds the future. And I thank you very much. Who said that? Uh, Rosie's IG live from the United States of America. Rosie? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Someone else wrote, pretty good. (laughs) I'm not a huge super fan of The View, but that didn't stop me from enjoying the show. I do wish they'd stop saying what happened was like they're black. (laughs) But that's par for the course, I guess. Four stars. (laughs) It's something to think about. That is is a perfect example of someone putting into place, if you see something, think about it, (laughs) and say something. So thank you. I never thought about it. Whoopee, really. Who said it? Who, Um, Who said that? Their name is Thylas. From the United States of America. Thank you, Thylas. <laughs> um, and then last one. How did I not know this show existed? I had no idea there were The View super fans like me out there loving this podcast and all the inside jokes for fans of The View. Their Twitter account is hilarious too. Definitely needed this in my life. By Lena Fee from the United States of America. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So if people leave more reviews, Mm -hmm. they will have the opportunity to have their names read out poorly (laughs) by Kevin on the podcast. Yeah. So make sure you leave a rating and review. Uh, Shall we talk about some view updates? Let's go for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, someone's been getting a lot of press, if you can believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Not unlike Cardi B. And their name is Megan McCain. Press, 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 press. Megan. Don't need more press. So when I was in Nova Scotia, um, right after I like dropped the episode of you and Sean, our yeah. last episode, this is like three weeks ago now. 
um, a Daily Beast article also dropped, mm-hmm. and it was all about how Meghan McCain supposedly has been feeling like a caged animal and is considering leaving The View. Yeah. Does, has everyone read? Yeah. And then yeah. every other news outlet picked up that article and, like, regurgitated it as if it was fact, even though the Daily Beast article was only based on, like, rumors. Yeah, it really, like... Got a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were tweeting about it. It wasn't your typical uh, article about yeah. The View. And also I saw a lot of tweets that were like writing it like it was a quote, including the Daily yeah. Beast, writing like Megan McCain and then in quotes like, feel <laughs> I feel like a caged animal. And then people were like messaging me and being like, she I can't like did you see what Megan said about how she's a caged animal like bad timing like that's not a quote people were like and this is like sounds like I'm being funny but like people were like literally stopping me (laughs) like like in my place of work on the street being like thoughts on what Megan said yeah and I had to be like like go through the Rolodex in my mind and be like what are you referring to Megan said a lot of things Yeah. yeah and it also it seems bizarre that it got so much traction because it it was sort of just it is sort of iterating the concept of the view yeah like that yes, yes there are people with different opinions and and sometimes the conservative co-host gets put in a corner it's like and battling and yeah has She's also like the star of the show yeah, right now. So exactly. it's like, she's not, well, why would you leave? She responded to a different article that came out like this week that kind of re- reiterated the same thing. And she responded on Twitter and was like, the whole concept of the show is that Joy is super liberal and I'm super conservative. Yeah. And we argue about that. Yeah. Like that she's fully aware. That's what the show is. So yeah. like they kind of just made this up based on nothing. But I think because it was like, a spite it sounded spicy everybody else picked it up as if it was like a real quote and well I, was it based on a presley release from the view well this is this <laughs> like, is the thing <laughs> yeah. this is the thing i think part of why it got so much traction is because they have so many quotes from people that work at the view including like the i don't i don't know where her title would be like but like that actual head honcho hillary yeah. Esty McLaughlin, she's quoted in the article. So I think that kind of gave it legitimacy. Like, I don't know. Anyways, so I'll just read you some of... Let's talk about what's actually in the article, and then I'll read her quote. Because it says, um, according to this unnamed source, it says, it's getting to the point where it's not worth the emotional toil every week, uh, said a McCain pal who was not asked to be further identified, or who asked not to be further identified. If she doesn't stay at The View, she will find other work. Um, And then it references all of the Daily Mail headlines from the past. And then it says, like, this is where it takes a turn. It says, uh, we don't want people to attack Megan. We're happy to have Megan there. Hillary Esty McLaughlin, the show's senior executive producer, told the Daily Beast. I think she does want to be there. I think she wants to be on the show. She realizes it's a very good platform for her. And we love having her there. I feel like she will come back. So that... that wording also like I feel like she'll come back coming from the senior executive producer like that kind of gives the article a little bit of but they also don't say when her when Hillary's quote is from like that could have been from like last season that's true they never mention like 
in a statement this week she, they never say that they're just like and here's hillary <laughs> but it, it's it's not just it goes on like it says what happens with megan is that she's so passionate about what she's talking about and she feels very strongly that she's carrying this mantle for the conservative perspective and what she wants to talk about is so important to her i think that's the part that is so draining for her and then it says meanwhile co-executive producer candy carter says or she told the Daily Beast, what's so amazing about having Megan on the show is she literally has inside knowledge, knowledgeable sources, and she grew up in the world of politics, and that has been such an asset to the show. But I don't think that that was a quote for this article. No, that's what I mean. Is like I feel but like Hillary's they're just was. using, I don't know. I, I honestly just think it was like kind of slow entertainment news week, and this sounded really spicy, and everyone was like, I want to get... I want to be the first person to report that Megan's right. leaving The View. And everybody rushed to put out this article, and it was based on absolutely nothing. That's my opinion. I wouldn't say absolutely <laughs> nothing, but it was reaching a bit. Yes. Um, but this is my favorite part that I think I didn't see anyone else talking about, but it's something that we constantly talk about, mm -hmm. which is it talks about this incident with Karen Dupiche, who's the hair and makeup yeah. yes. person. And she's friends with... Like, she's friends with Whoopi. She still works with Elizabeth and Rosie. So, yeah, still did Rosie's hair um, for and the she Game was of Thrones the, premiere. <laughs> she, was the, she was the person who, like, brought Whoopi to the hospital. Yes. Um, so it talks about this incident, and it says, Three months ago, McCain, an obsessive follower of social media, was incensed when she noticed that longtime View makeup artist Karen Dupiche had liked an anti-Megan video montage posted on Twitter. The 50-second montage begins with a widely publicized clip of McCain talking over her View co-host, Joy Behar, who pleads, let me just finish, um, during a debate on immigration, and McCain snapping, part of your job is to listen to me. Um, it continues with the clip of Maya Angelou saying, you have no license, and uh, Whoopi uh, in the movie Ghost saying, you endanger girl. Oh my god. Um, and then comes an image of two high school girls fighting violently in a cafeteria scuffle. And this is a video that Karen Dupiche liked, and Megan apparently saw that she liked and it. And freaked it. And it says <laughs> that several sources told the Daily Beast that McCain asked that Dupiche, I'm probably saying it wrong, um, be fired. And it says it's an assertion denied by a member of McCain's inner circle. She doesn't have that power, this person said. According to people familiar with the incident, McCain ultimately received a text message apology from Dupiche after the makeup artist was spoken to by higher ups. Um, and then it says it didn't go unnoticed by T. McCain. However, that Sonny Hostin began following cartoonist <laughs> Eli Valley on Twitter shortly after he posted a grotesque caricature of a cross wearing McCain um, in March. And that's like the when Megan tweeted, like, this is the most anti-Semitic thing oh, I've ever yeah. seen. Sonny yeah. started following that person. Interesting. And apparently McCain is logged on and paying attention. Okay. It's funny how like literally two years ago we started this theory as like a joke being like the hair and makeup people are the ones leaking every story to the <laughs> Daily Mail. And like it's turned out to be true. And that's that. On that. <laughs> but I don't know if it's necessarily coming from Karen, but... I don't want to say that it's Karen, because the fact that she works so closely with, like, Whoopi and Rosie and stuff, obviously she can be trusted. Yeah. And, and like... Well, she can be trusted by people like Whoopi and Rosie. Can she be trusted by someone like Megan? 
Megan is such a wild card. If I was that erratic, I wouldn't trust anyone either. <laughs> well, because no one can true. trust me. Uh-huh. Well, like the other part to this is the Sunny Hostin thing, because according to this article, it's saying first it's blaming the hair and makeup, yeah. but then it's also saying uh, allegedly Megan's team thinks Sunny isn't yeah. is the leaker, and um, right. I think it says. I mean, you've said it before that although they all, every article points to the hair and makeup people, it would be really, really easy for every like outlet to blame the hair and makeup people when really it's someone else. Yes. Like it's, there's no, we have no reason to take any of this as facts, but it says that a close friend of Megan's um, who again, asked not to be further identified, recounted that Hostin spoke to her at two different social occasions, a book party and an engagement party about Megan McCain's alleged antisocial behavior at The View. Knowing how close I am to Megan, she starts talking shit about Megan to me, this person said, adding that she promptly relayed Hostin's comments to McCain. She said, Megan's not doing well. And then she shakes her head and she's like, feigning concern she doesn't talk to anyone she can't handle the pressure she's condescending about her grieving for her father megan's not handling this well that's supposedly what sunny hostin said to megan's friend i mean we've learned that sunny isn't above like starting beef yeah that's true i is sunny so petty well so i don't think that Sunny would leak anything intentionally, but yeah. maybe it's possible that this interaction did happen. But a lot of people have been saying the last few weeks on The View that Sunny and Megan are not well and they're not like yes. how they used to be. In and a- if you look at the body language, Sunny's back is turned, has been turned yes. to Megan so far that like. In- it's in, making me wonder if there is some yeah, truth to them every, not getting along anymore. In every video that's on their YouTube page for like the last two weeks, there's tons of comments the com- being yeah. like, why won't Sunny even look at Megan? Like, what's Megan up with said, their don't body- look at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up with their body language? So, yeah. So, like, there could be some, there could be more to this than, like, usual. Um, but ABC responded saying um, that it's not, that ever they're expecting it's coming back they're expecting everyone to come back okay. and also sunny's publicist was like you better keep sunny's name out your mouth manny She's- said that it's also <laughs> like good for megan's bargaining power for stories like this to be it, megan could be the leaker <laughs> yeah that's true it, if, yeah if if, if, if you're is- sensationalizing it and having everybody like waiting on the edge of their seat to be like, are you coming back? Uh-huh. It, it cements her position as, as you said, the star of the show. Yeah. It, it makes ABC desperate to keep her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's free publicity for the show. Mm-hmm. It's just like they're crying all the way to the bank. There's been True. so much press about Megan yeah. and other people. Like she also... Um, wrote an op-ed in the New York Times about having a miscarriage recently. Mm-hmm. And she wrote about how during uh, when The View had that big 
like cover story about how they became the most political show in America yeah. that she had just found out that she had miscarried right before Whoa. that photo shoot. That's like when Halsey said that she had to go on stage wearing a diaper. <laughs> For, because of a miscarriage? Yes. I, n- I didn't know that. That's a Well, now you know. Too bad. Um, and Whoopi also did an interview um, in the New York Times and people started to question if Whoopi was going to come back to The View because they asked her some questions about The View. And her answers are, like, to me, very predictable, not a big deal. But Uh if you didn't know that she talks like this all the time, then you would think, oh, she's quitting The View. Because they asked her, do you get any fulfillment from doing The View? (laughs) (laughs) And she said... any fulfillment. (laughs) And she said, what you're asking is, is The View enough? It's not, she said. 10 years on the show is a long time and now I'm starting to do other stuff. I'm doing books. I'm adventuring into THC products. I'm creating the clothes. And then they asked, what creative fulfillment do you get from doing it? And she said, it's my job. So ABC had to release another statement being like, no, seriously, like everyone's coming back. Like even Abby, remember her? (laughs) Literally forgot. Um, I would like to use this opportunity to once again pitch my idea of Sister Act 3 back in the habit. Or, <laughs> yeah. No, wait, no, that's wait, that's Sister, Sister Act 2. Act no, two. Sister Act old 3. Habits old die Habits hard. Die Hard. Yeah, oh sorry. my God. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. With <laughs> Tiffany With Haddish, Whoopi Kiki and, Palmer. Yeah, and Tiffany Haddish. And Whoopi. Yeah. Well, yes. has Whoopi not gone on record? As saying, she, yeah, she, she would do it, but they don't want to do Disney it. Disney doesn't want to do it with her. They want to reboot it rather than make the next movie. They want to just reboot it. That's just wild. Yeah, why or would they not remake want... it? The franchise is Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, it's like if Arnold Schwarzenegger can go back to Schwarzenegger. If Arnold Scherzinger can go Nicole back to Scherzinger if can Nicole go Scherzinger back. can go back to what being you don't in understand the, is loosen up my buttons, I am baby. The pussycat Jai ho. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you knew what I was trying to say. If he can go back to the Terminator franchise, why can't Whoopi go and like play, like pass on the the habit to Tiffany Haddish and Kiki Palmer? Like, what is so crazy about that, that idea? Uh, it, it's it's only a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe maybe they think it's too on the nose. But how is that? It, yeah, to that I say, how is that more on the nose than like a Lion King? Yeah, like live action. Exactly. It's not. No. Well, that's what Whoopi's pissed off about. It's the all. That's these yeah. are these these are Whoopi's these thoughts. These are her yeah. the arguments that happen in her head when she goes home and eats Can brownies. Can we like start a crowd? funding <laughs> effort to get this project off the ground. Should I start an Indiegogo, guys? For Whoopi. For Whoopi, <laughs> Sister Act three. Um, but just to conclude the, all of these rumors about people coming and going, there, Sunny also was recently in an interview and they asked her about it and she was like, no, we back. What about with Megan? What's going on with her? Do sure. you think she'll stay with the show? Everyone is coming back. Um, what I've heard is next, next, uh, next season and we're all really looking forward to it. We're all really looking forward to it. Next, next season, I think it's going to even be better. Okay. Um, so that's that. And, but I will say, kind of in defense of Whoopi in like the last two weeks, 
I think because they are going on their like summer vacation before the new season. Yeah. It's kind of like when you know that you're like you have a couple days left before you go on vacation and you're like, F it. Like me, that's you're all like it phoning yeah. it in yeah. and you're like, what are they going to do? Like, <laughs> yeah, to me, know? that really is all it is. Like, we don't need to be like, is she leaving the view right now? Like, she's just trying just to get to break. vacation. Yeah, I, I was watching uh, the view this week and and just shocked at at Whoopi's. With speaking of body language, just Whoopi's body language <laughs> yes. and facial expressions. I, mean, I, I wish we could play a visual. <laughs> I wish this was a movie and we could play you a visual. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi has no time mm-hmm. for anything. That's well, I was going to talk about this later, but I might as well squeeze it in now. Like in the Beto O'Rourke interview. Um, yeah. There's like a moment where there's only a little bit of time left and Sonny's doing kind of like a speed round. Sonny's like, oh, I wanted to do a speed round if yeah. we have time. She's like, I'll, she's like, well, then well, then I'll just I'll just ask this then. What's your idea of a perfect and date? And he's going, no, 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 we're not doing that. No. Maybe very quickly. I wanted to do a speed round, but favorite date, wait, favorite date do night? You have time. You don't know. Do we have yeah. a favorite date night? You can't. First date, Kentucky no. Club, and see Love Bless there you. There we go. <laughs> you done? That's it. Yeah. All right. Thanks to Beto O'Rourke and Amy O'Rourke. <laughs> and just like will not let no, her do no. it. Sorry. Don't get mad at me. It's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where she's at. Um, there's another person I want to talk about that is a little pissed off at The View. And her, their name is Marianne Williamson. <laughs> oh, my God. Well... <laughs> Stop it. That's enough. We're going to stop it right there. <laughs> She's still mad um, about her appearance on The View of like a month ago. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> really? And I'm mad about Marianne Williamson. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> she, go ahead. Marianne 2020. Oh really? my God. <laughs> or at least I hope she's still in the conversation are you pro vaccine derek or (laughs) how have you had your uh i've i've had had my shots (laughs) well i don't know if you could ride with her then well i don't know that you know marianne has gone on record many times in the past couple weeks after having been taken to task on the view and subsequently saying i am not anti-vaccine she said that yes, well, that's part of this. Um, so first, it's quick, but she touched on her time on The View. She's still upset about it. She, someone asked, your recent visit on The View got a little contentious. Did you feel attacked? And she said, I said to Joy Behar during the break, why are you doing this? I'm a liberal. Why are you doing this? She said, what are you talking about? Oh, Joy said, what are you talking about? I've always been good to you. And I said, until today you have been. I don't understand it. Um, and the interviewer said, the sticking point seemed to be vaccines. And she said, my sloppiness in talking about um, that was a self-inflicted wound. But when it went to other issues, such as the larger question of my candidacy, when Anna Navarro and Whoopi Goldberg weighed in, it was so unreasonable. Coming at me, for instance, because I have a book about politics, so does every other candidate running. 
Um, and then the interviewer said, here's another chance to clarify your stance on vaccines. You shouldn't have to clarify that much, yeah. by the way. I'm pro-vaccine, pro-medicine. Anytime there is a medical intervention, there is both benefit and risk. Government must come down on the side of public health. Having said that, I understand that many areas having to do with food, health, and safety are places where Americans have questions. And I don't believe questioning should be squashed. There is intelligent nuance that should be respected. Okay, it's really easy for her now to be like, yes, I'm pro-vaccine. But the question was, are you anti-mandatory vaccinations? And mm. she is anti-mandatory vaccinations. Yeah. Well, there's well, a nuance and we should well, that's the ask nuance. the scientists. Also, <laughs> also she said um, they came at me for having a book about politics. No, they didn't. They came at you for having seven books out. Yeah. That are probably going to do a lot better now that you're running for president. Yeah. And they were like, is this to promote your book? Yes. Yeah. But they would ask that to, to any man or yes. woman, I think, on The View. I It's like, I love her as a character. I don't mm. want her to continue down this path and steal votes away from people who need them. It's like, we need the audience to buy the album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I want to circle back to Sarah Haynes, because as we said, <laughs> she is back on her show. Yeah. Um, so Kiki Palmer has been hosting the show. It's supposed to be Strahan and Sarah, and they knew Sarah was going to go on maternity leave, so they brought in Kiki to fill in. But while Kiki has been hosting the show mm-hmm. for like the whole summer, Strahan disappeared. Yeah. And no one really Michael's knew. Michael's been gone. Like MIA. So it's just oh, been Kiki yes. Palmer. It's just Kiki. from Akila and the Kiki. Bee. Yeah. Just Kiki, just Kiki and a guest host. Just Another Kiki guest host. With a guest host. Yeah. But the thing is, Kai-kai with Kiki. in this t- <laughs> in this time that we've been Kikiing and Kai Kaiing with Kiki, yeah. the show has been like doing really well, and she's been yeah. like slaying it it's there by herself. Very positive social media feedback. Yes, everyone is like. Had no idea Kiki Palmer was this versatile and talented. Uh Like, I'm watching the show more than ever. If you didn't look at her and know that she was verse, you're crazy. (laughs) Yeah. She has verse energy. Just a little pan joke there for for you guys. (laughs) So, um, Kiki's been killing it. Strahan has been missing just because he's too busy to do his own show, basically. Like, it's... He never, there was no, like, Michael's going away as well. He just wasn't there. I, like, we were joking about it, being like, he's, like, what other blonde lady is he going to, like, abandon next? Or he's trying to, like, figure out what other blonde lady he's going to go, like, steal her job or whatever. Like, (laughs) literally, though, like, there's no explanation for why he's gone right now. And so now Sarah surprise came back after taking like almost no time off which is like kind of amazing that she um didn't want to take the time off she was like no like i'm gonna go crazy if i'm home with all of these babies (laughs) and i need this max is breastfeeding now i don't know well (laughs) respect i think like she just is like no, like I want to work, and also I'm not just handing this opportunity away 
to Kiki Palmer. <laughs> but I've been reading a lot of articles now that say that um, GMA, like because of the overwhelming positive response to Kiki, they're thinking yeah. about figuring out a way to either add Kiki to the show permanently or get her a spot on the regular GMA show. So Kiki is like in now. Imagine if... Sarah and Kiki just hosted a show well, together. Yeah, obviously that would be lunacy because it's like my two celeb crushes <laughs> uniting on a on a platform that I'll never watch. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> imagine if Kiki Palmer filled Abby's seat. Oh, oh, that's exactly what the View needs, though. And then they made the Sister Act movie. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we said it when it was happening. Like yeah. that, Kiki. Like they. Mm-hmm. It's such a it's such a dark cast on the view. Like, there's no fun, and the Abby spot is supposed to be the fun spot. Yeah. But she. Yeah, we know how that goes. So, anyways, my last view update today. I feel like the Abby on this on oh this podcast because you've Cause been pregnant, pregnant for eighty your years. Your feet have swollen. <laughs> Um, my last few update is that we have a new tuna commercial. Oh my god! So Candace Cameron Bure <laughs> staring space. <laughs> Again, I wish this was a movie so we could show you guys staring space. We could just have like some live photos. <laughs> So Candace Cameron Bure is a spokesperson for uh, Starkist Tuna in a Bag. Mm-hmm. In um, a bag? Yeah. And yeah. Her, her past commercials have shown her uh, backstage, like on set, and she has no time to... Candace, we need you to get to set. Oh, but I was going to eat something. There's no time. Rips open the bag of tuna, yeah. eats it. It's very that. And she hasn't had a new one out for a while. No, there's and only been two on rotation just, for like two years. Like you just open up the bag of tuna and slurp it out? Yes. With, I mean, with a fork, but you if could got one. you could just um. It's like a freezy, lift it up, but like tuna. yeah, yeah. Lift it up and tilt it back. Oh. So this is her. <laughs> Slide it down your gullet. <laughs> this is her latest uh, tuna piece. Candace, Charlie. Oh, I'm so hungry. Candace, back his creations coming over twenty flavors. Right, chicken, salmon, or tuna. Like my favorite. Just tear, eat. Mmm, and go. Try my tuna or chicken salad creations. Bravo. In keeping with the theme of Candace is a busy celebrity, she's on a red carpet at a movie premiere. And it looks like it's supposed to be like the Golden Globes, but like sponsored by <laughs> Starkist yeah. Tuna. Um, it's and like a step and repeat with like the Starkist <laughs> logo behind <laughs> it. <laughs> She doesn't have time, and she rips open <laughs> on the red carpet, opens up a bag of tuna. Yeah. And scarfs it down. Slurps it down her gullet. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like a, a healthy snack <laughs> to have on hand if you're in, you just, like, get your driver to keep some in the... Yeah, just keep a hot bag of tuna in the glove compartment. <laughs> Um, let's talk about hot topics. <laughs> Some hot tuna melted topics. <laughs> Some glove box compartment. <laughs> glove box <tuna>. compartment. <laughs> Whatever you call it. It's time for some hot girl summer topics. Uh huh. So a lot. It's been a long time, so a lot of stuff has happened, but. Mm-hmm. The big major hits 
that the ladies have been discussing at The View are, you know, Mueller testifying was very big. Um, They've had, like, they've had Kamala. They had some other Democrat that's running that no one knows. Tulsi Tulsi was there. Megan really loves Tulsi. I mean, she doesn't want to... She she seems to really love Tulsi, even though she, she probably wouldn't admit it. that. <laughs> I think she's just having fun with it. She's like, I would never vote Democrat, but if I were going to, like, <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard is a veteran, and I love veterans. So. She likes That's guns. Funny. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, so talked about a lot of big things like uh, the protests in Puerto Rico, but the thing that kind of kept coming back uh-huh. is that Trump is racist yeah. and they talked about his racist tweets where he said that the four freshman congresswomen or I guess the tweet was specifically about Ilhan Omar or was it all of them it it's all, all of them, them. he yeah. said that if they think America I'm paraphrasing is so bad they should go back where they came from uh-huh. and then at one of his campaign rallies he had people chanting send her back uh-huh. about Ilhan Omar they like obviously had very passionate conversations about that and each up to the minute development in the story as it changed every six hours yes yeah my fave being a video that i saw that you also saw that was called uh the screaming ensues on the view despite all agreeing with each other (laughs) yeah which is also almost every single review that we get on our podcast on (laughs) itunes (laughs) Yeah. So I guess like the first time that they talked about it, I mean, I don't think we need to share our opinions too much. Obviously that's racist and fucked up. So I'll just tell you what the ladies of the view (laughs) had Uh to say about it. Um, The first time they talked about it, um, Megan came out really, really strongly against it. And she was like, I'm a Republican and this is racist. And she was like, I never thought we'd be here. Yeah. Look, everyone at this table, and I think people that watch the show or have ever seen the dumpster fire that was my interview on Seth Meyers knows that I've been one of Ilhan Omar's most vocal critics on her policy regarding Israel, regarding some of her comments that I and many others interpreted as anti-Semitic. But the problem right now is you're taking away my agency to criticize her policy Uh because you're making this so much about race, xenophobia, racism. Uh I think anytime you're hitting in a territory where you're telling any American citizen who is of a different color than you are to Uh send them back, I too didn't think this was something that I would see in in my country, especially when we're going into 2020. And let me tell you, Republicans right now, we may be in power and have popularity and Trump's numbers may, may be real high, but let me tell you, it's my generation that's gonna answer for this. Try selling conservatism to a younger generation mm-hmm. when the, all they see is this kind of crap on mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. And the Trump administration, <coughs> all of you, Ivanka, Jared, because you're around my age range, mm-hmm. what? where are you in this? Because if my parents were doing this, mm-hmm. Let me tell you. And she also pointed out, while calling it out, she also pointed out that not very many Republicans are willing to call it out. But she was like, I'm here. I'm on ABC. I'm calling it out. I'm a Republican. Ivanka, everyone else, you need to, like, yeah, where, what are like, you doing? Jared, Ivanka, where are you? Say something. If you see something, think about it. Say something. Right. She has very progressive opinions for a conservative. Yeah. That At times. If, if you wanted her, well... I mean, if she had different opinions, she wouldn't be conservative. She would be exactly moderate yeah. or liberal. Well, it's like there are conservatives who look at Megan and think she's liberal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
so at first listen to this she everyone obviously very upset by these comments mm-hmm. um may but it's it, we're only talking about megan because it's it's she was one of the first Republicans to speak out against it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first I was like, wow, like that's true. Like she is doing great. You're doing amazing, sweetie. I love that. Um, but then I saw another Daily Beast article come out um, and it was kind of railing on Megan for a comment that she made um, saying like, because of um, all these racist things being hurled at Ilhan Omar, yeah. it's taking away my agency to criticize her policy. Yeah. Um, and she took heat for that. And at first I didn't really understand. And I was like, well, what do people want? Did they want her to just sit there silently or did they want her to call out the racism? Like, yeah. what do you, like, what did you want her to do? She's in a, <laughs> she's in, in a, a rock and a hard place. Like mm-hmm. you're going to be mad at her no matter what. But then like, I did think about it and it is, um, and I like talked to Sean about it and he was like, I think like the criticism is like in saying that it kind of sounds like, uh, she's saying he's making blanket racist statements about all these women. And that takes away my ability to criticize her, but to like she said um, policies, but what she criticizes is not even specifically like her policies. Exactly, like, she was criticizing her over what anti-Semitic, like, yes, what she perceived anti-Semitic remarks. It wasn't a policy. Like so, it's like she's saying your like outright racism is taking away my ability to be like low-key racist. That's the comparison that yes, people are drawing, and I like, understand that now. Outright. Racism versus like, yeah, because she does keep saying yeah. you're making us all look bad. Yeah, is Meghan McCain being racist or just intellectually dishonest in her <laughs> criticism of yeah. Ilhan? I'm o- laughing because <laughs> last night Derek said intellectually dishonest <laughs> when we were walking home, and he was like, "I'm gonna say that again tomorrow on there the we podcast." Go. Hit it. So, and we were Ding. gonna yeah. we were gonna take a shot every time I I said that. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. And yeah, and, like I don't think Megan is like like racist but like i get how people are yeah but her her intentions are really good here i think like i think like her calling out the racism from yeah. trump um she, like she's not wrong when she says like she's one of yeah. the only people in her party that are like willing to do it like she her intentions are good and like i like i i don't want to like completely dump on her because like she's trying to do the right thing here. Yeah, like that, I mean, basically she's just saying if conservative people don't want to be called racist, they should start calling out racism. Yeah. Yeah. Like when they see it, bald-faced racism like this is a Mm no-brainer. And she's she's stepping up to the, the plate with the platform that she has and doing the right thing. Um, but you mentioned dumpster fire earlier and I'd like <laughs> to pick that back up because um, this is what Jedediah Bila had to oh, say God. on this very same topic. Like just like the comparison between Megan being the the media villain uh-huh. compared to what Jedediah had to say about this. This is what happened. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime infested places from which they came 
then come back and show us how it is done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast <laughs> enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel <laughs> arrangements. This tweet that you're just seeing now is clearly going to get, I think, a lot of discussion. Comedian in Someone's chief. feeling very comedic today. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think President Trump is making an important point because he's trying to say that the values that built this country, everything from you know securing the border and being a nation of laws to you know freedom of speech on college campuses, whatever issue you're talking about, a lot of times these are the very issues that the left is trying to obstruct. And he's drawing attention to that and saying, if you don't like what this country stands for, you're not going to change it and take away all these things that Americans value so much. Like, if you don't like it, leave and go set up camp somewhere else. But you're not going to destroy what we have fought so hard and so long to value. Yeah, what Jedediah said is like full cartoonish, like almost sounds like satire. It's yeah. like so heavy handed, so much just like in denial it's like full of self self-loathing and denial and just like literally being a puppet and spitting out this propaganda that is like completely unfounded and is like actually crazy it's she is unhinged <laughs> like she's come undone the fact that this woman who was so reasonable and who i said was smart yeah <laughs> And I used to say, like, I learned something, yeah. like, from her. Yeah. Uh, is now just, like, a blat thinks blatant racism is funny. Like, we're doing comedy. He's, the president's doing comedy. And then also saying that he made some, inter like, made some great points. Mm -hmm. um, that if you don't like your country, you should get out. Like, yeah. that doesn't, that's, like, what does she think the government is? Like, she has fully snapped and she would never in a million years say something like that on The View. She wouldn't have the balls to say it or any interest in saying it. Like, I think with her, it comes down to the fact that if she doesn't say it, she'll go back to being uh, an Instagram influencer posting photos of her dog. Yeah, well, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. Yeah, she's like fully like, I'm, I'm just doing this. Kay. Like, I'll say whatever you want me to say. Okay, but, like, that was a step too far. Yeah, like, no, every, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying I'm just, it's fully I just insane. mean, like, everything she's been doing on Fox has been a different personality than when, what she was like on The View, but this, like, took it to the point where I'm just, like, I, like, wish nothing but the worst for you. <laughs> I, had, I had not encountered any media that was so glib. And I think that's part of the thing of, like, why people get so riled up about Megan on Twitter, like, and social media, like, everyone gets so riled up and wants to attack her all the time for things that she says, and it is partly because these people, like, I, I also, like, I'm part of it, too, like, I won't even watch Fox News, because I'm like, I don't even want to hear what they're saying, but, like, this is what they're saying, so... I almost like as much as yes, it's valid to criticize Megan and people who are kind of in the middle. Maybe we need to f turn our attention to like where the real shit is happening. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and that's where like the real hate is being spread and people who watch Fox News like religiously. It's like that's the only information they're getting. Yeah. And so we need to DM Jedediah and say, Get That's it enough. together. That's <laughs> Stop enough. Stop right there. That's enough. <laughs> um, I don't want to spend too much more time on this, but there also was like, this came up again when they were interviewing uh, Beto O'Rourke and um, 
none of them are like huge fans of his. Yeah. Um, but Megan really like let him have it. Um, she uh, um, ma- asked him to like clarify his comments about comparing the Trump rally to like Nazism. Yeah. And um, she like was not happy with her answer that she got, yeah. and he kind of doubled down on it. And, and he it, gave a fantastic answer. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's the racism. You're talking about Trump supporters comparing them to Nazis in Nuremberg. That that sounds extreme to me as well. So when when Democrats come on here and wax poetic about extremism, I'm not saying Trump isn't doing it, but you're calling everybody that was in that North Carolina rally a Nazi. So you have to understand from my standpoint, it seems like the left is pretty extreme in that end as well. No, I'm I'm not calling everyone who was in that rally. You compared his rally to Nuremberg and his reporters to Nazis. Asking for women... Uh, of color to, to, we, to go back to, to their own that. country and then connect it with everything else that he's doing the press as the enemy of the people that there is only one path that that will what take about us his supporters, down supporters the people in that room at that well, rally we, we all have accountability for our actions and, and everyone who shouted to send them back is responsible for that as well And you're going to have to win over some of these people that voted for Obama and then voted for Trump again. And for me, I did not support it. We spent a whole week decrying that. And you have to understand how it looks for people in the middle, thinking that maybe I don't agree with everything the left is saying, so automatically you're Nazis. It's so wrapped up in her identity that she's a Republican. You know, it's the family business. She is having a real difficult time understanding that the place that the Republican Party is at and is either blatantly or tacitly endorsing yeah. is not in line with her own value system. It's no longer the deep and delicious mm-hmm. McCain Republicans. <laughs> yeah. She can't like deal with that. Yeah. It's getting a little too crinkle cut. <laughs> I yeah. Like she's yeah. she's a she's a Joe Biden Republican. Yeah. Let's move on. Here's some really important hot topics. (laughs) The first one is about friendship. So apparently Kevin Smith reunited with his former friend Ben Affleck Mm -hmm. after a decade of silence. Yeah. They, I guess Ben Affleck was asked in an interview if he would like reconnect with Kevin Smith and he Uh said yes. And then now they're reconnected reconnected. and they might make more movies. Well, they're... Ben Affleck is going to be in the new Jay and Silent Bob movie. I see. Um, have you ever had well, a friend <laughs> come back into your life, Derek? Yeah. Um, one of the one of the great pleasures of getting older, I find, <laughs> is that you realize you literally that... sound like Joy right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the people who you once cared about are out there in the world mm-hmm. just waiting to be rediscovered and it's sort of it's it's a great pleasure to have somebody come back into your orbit after they've been gone for a long time and mm-hmm. you know them and feel comfortable with them but there's so much to discover about what has happened to them in the interim and you see how they've grown as a person and it reminds you of how you've grown as a person mm-hmm. and um, it can be just a real love fest but I don't know like I guess you know like it depends like the conversation that sort of ensued on the view Mm -hmm. following this 
strange. It was kind of a weird topic for them to <laughs> even start talking about. But yeah. and Whoopi <laughs> hated talking about it and uh-huh. was mocking the conversation at, while she was introducing it. Um, but like, did they have an acrimonious yeah? So I think to the, their friendship? yeah, which like they didn't explicitly say on the view, but like the reason why they weren't friends anymore is like I guess there was a fight or something. So I think that the question is like, has there been someone in your life who something happened where you're no longer friends and then you reconnect? Like, are you willing to forgive whatever like happened 10 years ago was like the the question? Um, I, first of all, I've never seen any of their movies at all. I only know Kevin Smith from when he randomly was on Degrassi. Uh-huh. Like he had like a guest starring Roll on Degrassi, and that's what only the only reason I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, yes, I have reconnected <laughs> with a friend who did me dirty. That's big of recently. you. Recently, that's big of you, and it's fine. I don't think that I could because, like, I only have like four enemies in this world, and unless they came and were like, I like, unless they were ready to own it. <laughs> then I don't think I would. Well, so yeah. I don't like, think I could do that. I think that's the question. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. So the question I'm assuming is, that the person I, is owning yeah, it. Yeah, well, the question is, do I think I was in the wrong? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> Will I ever? No. I know I wasn't. So, no. Next. <laughs> <laughs> um, but didn't you have something okay, to share with so us? Okay, so people on Facebook. Today, Marie chose the Facebook comments. Yeah. I did a little homework and picked some Facebook comments about this specific, um, this topic. So Ellen Elizabeth says, I started catching up with an old friend after 30 years. He was my next neighbor and I had such a crush on him. Long story short, we got together a couple times. He was my first at 15, wound up getting pregnant. (laughs) Of, Of course, he didn't want it. That was the end of our friendship. Saw him online the other day. We have started talking. <laughs> what a journey. I wonder what forum, like obviously Facebook, is where they started well, talking. Where they reconnected? Is he the yeah. father of her of that child? You know, oh, I don't yeah. think it necessarily disclosed if she had, had the child no. after it's, all. It's but he was. She may not yeah. have had a child. That was the man. That He was her first. At 15, wound up getting pregnant, of course. <laughs> As you do. Um, it sounds like they were more than friends. It's <laughs> yeah, true. it's like she answered what they didn't ask. <laughs> um, Linda Marie Littlewood says, love that statement, Joy. It's true about the Italians. <laughs> Wait, because, that we that they hold a grudge? Yeah, because Joy in this topic said... Uh, <laughs> she said that she suffers from the quote-unquote Italian Alzheimer's. You know, it's like they say Italian Alzheimer's, we forget everything but a grudge. <laughs> and Linda Marie agrees. Christina Thomas, who is a top fan on Facebook, I will say. Like, a top she has a little, a little thing next to her name, a diamond that says top fan. So she's like a regular commentator. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, That's something I should know. You should know. Maybe Christina Thomas is the only. She, maybe she is the top fan. <laughs> <laughs> 
So she said, I did ones, but also realized that she had bullied me for 28 years, was always her way, her story, her love life. So when she came back into my life, she tried again and did not like what was happening. I stood my ground and did things my way. She told me to go F myself. And that was the last time I had anything to do with her. Wow. Good on you. And that is why she is a top fan. <laughs> Holly B. Golly says. No. Yes, that's her name. Yeah. My estranged that's sister. Kevin B. Gobsmack. <laughs> <laughs> Holly says, yeah, my estranged sister. We tell her about our mom's death and she drove overnight to get here to pay her respects and ask, where's the money? She's still estranged. <laughs> I can relate. Well, by golly. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Rodriguez says, the only, only true friend who I never hurt you, mistreat you, or call you any names, or make you feel out of place, and loves you for who you are and will accept you no matter what his name is. Jesus, mm. our Lord and only true friend, the Bible says, don't confide on no one. Learn your lesson. Oh, my God. Spirit by Beyonce, please. <laughs> oh, my God. These people are so scorched earth. Yeah. I uh, just, I just, isn't to err as human to forgive divine? Live, laugh, love, you know? Yeah. Okay. One more from uh, Deanna Galaviz. Does Whoopi forget about the silence between Oprah and herself? Didn't speak to each other for almost 20 years, and it's only been something like five years that they put the misunderstanding behind. LOL. I love them both, by the way. Well, what's that all about? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Exa I think they just kind of... Well, I'm. there's probably a reason that I don't get to hear, but I think they when they... Sorry, when Oprah did her final season, mm -hmm. she was doing big dick moves. <laughs> and like her final episodes were like big deals. Yeah. Like they yeah. did huge yeah. things. And one of them was having Whoopi on to talk about why their friendship went south. Mm -hmm. oh my God. But they both were kind of like, I don't know. Like it just, I, I mean, if I remember correctly, there wasn't like a huge reason. They kind of just like. Uh, lost touch mm -hmm. or had some sort of mis small miscommunication and just went with it for years. And then they both were like, all right, well, let's be friends again. And that was it. The friends that I lost touch with that I've had the opportunity to reconnect, I think that is the case. Like, there was just sort of a moment of going, like, why are we not hanging mm -hmm. out anymore? Like, we, we were really... It's not like they wronged I you what, or like, what you know, is not, but you know, like then, and then digging a little deeper into that thinking, well, I mean, I guess, I don't know. We started, you know, maybe just sort of being weird with each other or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we, we were taking each other for granted and then we're uh -huh. like, I don't feel like hanging out right now. Yeah. Mm, I, it's been the six months. Uh, you're no longer in my number one's calling circle. Okay. Well, yeah. whatever. But then like, you see them again in the right time and place. Like maybe you're just, you know, and you're just out, out of people's orbit sometime, but when you're back in their orbit, then it's like, Oh wow. Like family. 
So maybe that's what happened with Whoopi and Oprah. That's what you're saying. What's funny is Whoopi was like, no, like she was like, I'm above this. This would never happen to me. So that's why Deanna was like, um, hello. It happened. Yeah, it happened. (laughs) It happened to you. We watched it on Oprah season 25 with Candy Carter. (laughs) Um, Let's move on to our last hot topic. Yep. So it began, it was about the Real Housewives of New York because the reunion is happening. And the whole storyline of the season has been that Luann is crazy, uh, obsessed with her cabaret, super self-centered. Mm-hmm. I, uh, um, I haven't been watching any Real Housewives except I've decided to watch the reunions for New York and Beverly uh-huh. Hills. And I feel like that's kind of all you need. It's a good recap. Yeah. Because both seasons this season had like one thing that drove the whole thing. Yeah. And for New York, it was like Luann. Cabaret. It was like she had to go to rehab and then everyone was like mad at her for like not appreciating her, them as a friend to her. Yes. And then same type of storyline with the cabaret. <laughs> and at the reunion, they asked her about not being able to sing. I love your show, but you have to have some type of self-awareness, and I'm sure you all will agree with me here, that... That Lou can't sing? No. <laughs> no, you can't carry a tune. It. I think... It's like me. But you're, but you're a great performer. I mean, you're not Adele, Luann. But no, I'm not, and I don't pretend to but, be. But, but to go to my show and actually say that... So what are the other ladies' impression of Lou's singing? I... I... <laughs> and so the question on The View was like, would you tell your friend if they couldn't sing? Yeah, or would like, you outright be like, you're not a good singer. You're delusional. Yeah. I felt like this topic was like specifically targeted at you and I and karaoke. I, yeah. <laughs> and when and when Sunny said that her answer would be, does it make you happy? <laughs> I was like, that is the, for everyone listening to this podcast, that's the answer you give when I'm like, guys, am I actually good at karaoke? Say, let's say one of us had a cabaret act and we were really bad. <laughs> I would say, does it make you happy? Uh, you make us happy. Yeah. That's actually what I would That's say. That's a good answer, yeah. Them talking about that transitioned, because they were all kind of like right. in agreement. I completely being forgot. Like, Don't outright be like, you suck at crap. I just crazy. remembered why we're but talking about But that transitioned this. into... Um, joy or no yeah was it joy or was it anna no this is what happened okay anna starts talking about how she she doesn't doesn't know anything about the real housewives or whatever but she was at don lemon's engagement party with her husband and her husband was seated next to luann and he doesn't give a flying fart about who luann is but he said that luann talked about cabaret cabaret yeah. cabaret the whole time but she i think when she, she was quoting him she, she said, said like mommy when we got in the car he said mommy this woman was talking about cabaret 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 and joy was <laughs> like <laughs> cabaret 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 mommy and joy was like he calls you mommy uh-huh. <laughs> you know she was she was um she ended up sitting next to my husband the other day we were at this party for don Don Lemon's engagement. We were she sitting ended across up, from I was sitting with She ended husband. up sitting next yeah, to my husband, who, who thinks the Real Housewives basically kills brain cells. He really has an issue <laughs> with me watching it. And, when, well, and he had no idea. Of viewers disagree. He had no idea who, um, who she was. And when we left, she sa- he said to me, Mommy, 
esa mujer, she talked about cabaret y cabaret y cabaret y cabaret. But he said she was very, very nice. He called you oh mommy? God. What is that? And then that transitioned into, they came back from commercial and talked about... A new hot topic, which was, <laughs> is it weird to call your wife mommy? Well, yeah. I mean, it's... All diminutives are strange, though. Like, it, it, like, mommy, poppy, mm -hmm. for gays, daddy, uh -huh. like, aren't different than baby. Uh-huh. It just is, like, socially... It's, yeah, it's just not, a cultural yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That Joy, clearly, in all her years, had never heard of, which is crazy. And they were like, what do you call Steve? And she was like, Steve, Steve that's it. What else would I call him? But and then she's, they're like, what does Steve call you? And she's like, he doesn't call me. <laughs> it's totally different. It's very, very Freudian. And what does Steve call you? He doesn't call me. <laughs> he calls me. He calls me joie. He never calls me by joy or anything. Just joie. Different. He thinks he's French. What do you French. call him? Uh, Steve. I think Derek should read the comments for this one. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Renata H M. Who I can H &M. only think is Renata from Big Little Lies. <laughs> That's <laughs> quite clearly. So, you know, Emma Bella's mom. <laughs> Uh, says, I agree with Joy. That's a very Freudian thing in calling your partner mamita or papi. I'm a Latin person, so I can understand, but it is still weird. <laughs> can I also just say, wait, is that the end of the comment? Yes. Okay, can I just say, I took a quiz to see which character from Big Little Lies I am, uh -huh. and I got Amabella. That's <laughs> accurate. Did you guys hear that Amabella is canceled? In no. the final shot um, with Laura Dern, she's looking at a picture of Amabella, and she's wearing a Native American headdress. <laughs> <laughs> Amabella. And I just think no. the level of detail there oh is, that's God. a funny joke on the part of the production. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Amabella, Canceled. over. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I never, we never liked her anyway. Speak um, for yourselves. <laughs> Star Cherry says, Whoa. We <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Star Cherry says, We don't really have an equivalent of mommy in English. That's too bad. <laughs> Crying cat emoji. <laughs> um, people. In English, do say mama sometimes. Like, you can be a hot yeah. mama. Yeah. I, um, I know. It's, it's, it's a little archaic. Uh -huh. It's sort of like, yeah, like, uh, you know, back in the day. It's like... It, it, yeah. It's, I also think, like, in heterosexual, like, nuclear families, a lot of times the dad will be like, mom. Well, like, call the mom mom, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't know from experience, but... Yeah, I mean, as, as I briefly... Like, I get daddy a lot now. Yeah. Marie's going to read I'm a few read of these. A comment from someone whose username is Fit Tall Gay Blonde. And he says, My best friend calls her husband daddy, which I think is strange. I would never call my husband daddy and then go have sex with him. That would feel creepy for me. And then Justin Salabowicz said, How old are you? And then Fit Tall Gay Blonde said, 
37. Why? And Justin said, being gay is not a happy life. Return to your creator. (laughs) (laughs) Why did he ask him his age first? (laughs) To sell... He wouldn't um, have said that if he was any younger. Yeah. Like 37 like, is a good age for a yeah. gay to die. <laughs> um, someone whose username is awwaylin48 said, to call your spouse or a significant other mommy, mommy, mother, puppy, or daddy sounds disgusting <laughs> and incestuous. Okay. Okay. Work. Yeah. So the YouTube commenters aren't there yet. Oh, we were on YouTube. This we were whole on YouTube time. for this one. The previous one was Facebook. Interesting. But Fit Tall Gay Blonde was on YouTube. Right. Uh, well, not anymore because he's returned to his creator. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, where can people find Miss Thing? Oh, well, Sean's in charge of all the internet things. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Yeah. <laughs> I just show up and offer my deeply okay. insightful commentary. So if you want to find Miss Thing, you can email Sean. <laughs> Sean Everybody's Ross. doing emails these days. <laughs> yeah, Miss Thing Podcast. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Um, Miss Thing Pod on Twitter. And uh, fit tall on, gay blonde on YouTube, on YouTube. yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Check it out. <laughs> and uh, if you want to find us mm-hmm. on Instagram, you can now because we have an Instagram account at Deja the View Pod, the same as our Twitter. Um, it's like a little more art, art leaning, yeah. I personally, <laughs> I love it. It's uh, yeah, it's more like um. It's like if going to our Twitter is going to a stand-up show, going to our Instagram is going to like the art show of a girl that you knew for half a semester at college. Mm-hmm. It's like equally a great way to spend a half hour, but you're going to walk away with different feelings. We're figuring it out. The view is going to go on hiatus pretty soon, mm-hmm. so we'll probably poop out one more episode. <laughs> Um, but I'm going on hiatus. Oh my god. Who will fill the chair? Kiki Palmer, <laughs> I think. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for coming, Derek. Thanks. And <laughs> I hope it was good for you. I hope it was good for you, too. <laughs> Take a little time to enjoy. Joie. Hit it. Abby. That's all folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. That's enough with that. Stop right there. We're bringing Huntsman back.